0: All right, Uh, it's There Will Be Banter, and we are back, and it is two days post the election, but that's not the most important thing that's gone on since we were last on these, I don't know, internet waves. Uh, We had Halloween, so Ron is still uh, dressed up, (laughs) the lovable CIA spook in full spook attire. How are you, sir? Covert. Covert. <laughs> <laughs> Only identifiable by his voice and his lovable eyes. And now to his left, oh. my right, you have actually my uh-huh. I don't know how the word, I can't speak already. It's been a rough week.
1: Too anyway,
0: much. we have the back up to decent civilian reporter, Christina Wall. Oh. How are you, ma'am? Ooh. Welcome back to the decency level.: Upgraded. <laughs> Doing well. I see you got no, something on in the okay. background. Looks official.
2: Oh, yeah. It's uh, Aaron's favorite channel, MSNBC. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I have no <sighs> idea how we're getting this at all, because he does all of the technology. So I mean, we don't have cable, but somehow that's, that's playing.
0: I mean, don't admit to anything on this. Uh, and then uh, outside of that, we have the lovable gun-toting liberal.
1: Hello, hello. I'm actually really excited that you decided to dress up as action figure
3: therapy for Halloween.
1: That's a really good. uh,
3: (laughs) So there's Veronica. There's Ron. It's also a self encompassing COVID 19 mask as well as a a Halloween disguise. So there it's it's everything. It's
0: a twofer. There you go. Okay. So let's, let's, let's. Let's state the obvious Americans dressed that dressed up as voters this past week on Tuesday to go out and pick the new president. And as we are recording, we don't have one yet. So there's a few things I want to go over as the ISIS impersonator is now back to a Trump train conductor. Woo! <laughs> um the, the most official map, which is going to change at some point one way or the other that I can pull up at this moment in time is uh, the challenger. Joe Biden has a called 264 electoral votes and the incumbent, Mr. Trump, has a called 214 with several states still in play. And that is what I wanted to highlight first as I run down this because we're, we're still dealing with counts going on in Wisconsin, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. Um, as it relates to Wisconsin, so this is what would trigger a recount. And so I'm just going to briefly run through that, and then we'll get Christina's take if there's anything I left out or glossed over. Uh, but for the state of Wisconsin, you have to finish within 1%. Currently, that is within 0.7%. Uh, Georgia, you must be within 0.5%. Uh, that's got to definitely happen because they're within 0.1%. It's very close in Georgia, Uh, Michigan. You must be within two points. That doesn't look as likely as of right now. That's at 2.7%. And then Nevada, which is interesting because Nevada, any losing candidate within three days of certification of the results can request it. So that's currently within 0.9%. Arizona is very odd. So I don't really know how to explain this one, but it is automatically automatically triggered at one tenth of 1%, there is no deadline for the recount to be completed. And then there's a ton of stuff that goes on with the state attorney general that I don't, I'm too ignorant to know. Um, now, Pennsylvania is where it gets really interesting because they're currently, uh, it only has to be within 0.5% to be automatically triggered. Otherwise, three registered voters can sign a petition. Stating that there's alleged voting fraud and a recount is 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 automatically retrigated or automatically will happen. Did anybody know that about Pennsylvania of all places? It's useless trivia, but you're welcome. Now, Christina, what I just dropped on you. What have I missed? What have I left out? Where are we at as of 6:09 Pacific time on a Thursday?
2: Oh, oh boy. Well, I mean. <laughs> The counts change pretty much. Yeah, really. <sighs> this has been a very stressful last several days, uh, really late nights, uh, waking up late in the morning. But anyway, the voter, the, the counts keep changing because there's new dumps. Because amazingly, there are still some states that haven't, you know, counted all their ballots. Um, so I think like air er- you know, Arizona and Nevada they are still counting. These states have, you know, provisional absentee, mail in, uh, then you've got the military vote. Uh, So, you know, there's a lot of outstanding um, ballots still. And so there's an update like every couple of hours it seems. And I think Nevada says it might not get its full count until November 12th (laughs) next week. And um, so in addition to, you know, all that recount stuff, which was very good because I didn't know um, any of that, um, the Trump campaign has filed lawsuits in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada, so far. And there could be more. And in each of these states, the rationale varies. Um, You know, for instance, in Nevada, it's, it's a voter, you know, potential voter fraud, some dead voters might've voted. Um, in Pennsylvania, I think it was to get observers for the recount that weren't allowed to be there. Um, so, you know, I think I think they, they wanna stop the count as, in order to get people, observers to watch or just sort of, you know, stop it before it's going on. And that's probably a good strategy um, for them because right now I feel like the momentum is, sort of the national momentum, uh, the narrative, if you will, is sort of stacked against Trump because I mean, people, obviously people in the media hate him. Um, and, and so it's, it's, there seems to be sort of like uh, this, this overwhelming sense of like, uh, you know this, this sort of hatred being unleashed. Like Anderson Cooper said, he looks like an obese turtle Left out in the sun,
1: you know. So wow. I mean, so, that's so wrong, though. That's definitely Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny, actually. Um, yeah, uh,
2: and and so I mean, speaking of like senators, Republican senators, I mean, most of them are good, you know. I mean, they're on track to take over the Senate. Um, yep. House Republicans won really big and will probably c- continue winning some more seats. Um, so now, now the question is: so there's the narrative that sort of stacked against Trump, and the question is, what Republican senator is going to sort of stand up for Trump, and will Republicans stand up for Trump? So I'll just leave it there because there's so yeah, much. no, better. I
0: think that's I think that's absolutely correct. And, and Ron, I'm going to come to you next, but first off, le- Veronica. What is your response to? Uh, there's been a lot laid out, but how are you viewing this through your lens? Before Ron just tees off because he's been he's been fuming, and we're gonna he's ready.
1: I can, I can that. Um, I'll, I'll 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 start off by saying you know I'm gonna give you guys a piece of advice that I was once given as, as a young girl in the dating scene. Right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> all red, all red, and there, no flags look red when you're wearing rose tinted glasses, right? Um, and I think that's kind of how things look in the Trump administration to me um, with a lot of his supporters. Now, mind you, I don't like Biden. So I'm going to just keep reiterating that I feel like I need to keep repeating. Yes, that's this been
0: established. Not a broken fan.
1: Record, right. right. Um, so, like, my biggest issue is that this administration has very cleverly, right? Because it's, it's calculated. De-legitimized voting, mail-in voting as an avenue for voting, right? They've, they've been saying it for months and they've, they've cast a lot of doubt on the mail-in votes. And even today, right? Like Trump's Twitter is blow, like somebody needs to take this guy's phone. Like it's just blowing the fuck up, where it's oh, you're suspicious that all of these mail-in votes happen to be blue. Well, yeah, you told all of your fucking people to show up and vote. They didn't vote for real mail. Like that's, how's that surprising? If you tell people there. not to vote oh, via mail and show up in person, which is exactly what happened, <laughs> and the majority of the votes that are now being counted which are the mail-in ballots are overwhelmingly blue, like the, there's no fucking surprise there. Like the fact that he's surprised, surprises me at this point, or that anybody's surprised really, right? Um, and this is not meant to be a jab at you, Christina. I just, I always find this, this the phrase like people in the media, right? Cause like, technically you're in a media outlet, your media, right? Like you work in a media platform. This is a media platform, right? Like not everybody hates Trump. It's just, there are a lot of people that overwhelmingly don't like him. And I just, I find the irony in the fact that this is always understood when it's not your candidate, you know, that I, I remember all of the anger and, and, and just vitriol when, Obama was president from the right and you know it was this like fuck this guy he's the worst we hate him I can't wait till this guy's out of office and you know now you have the other side that very strongly feels that Trump has not done a good job these last four years um I don't feel like he's represented me as a citizen in any way shape or form as a matter of fact I'm pretty sure that there was a comment along the lines of, uh, you know, my parents possibly being rapists and or drug dealers when they crossed the border. Um, so there's always just this, hey, I know I, you're very tough. Even,
0: even the dog's <laughs> upset.
1: She, she, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's, you know, yes. You're from one of those shithole countries. I'm sorry, Chai. Um, God. You know, but like, and that's it's just, it's always fascinating to me that like this, almost hypocrisy and like this like cognitive dissonance happens every four years when it's the other team winning. And that's that to me, outsider looking in, um, cause quite frankly, I don't give a shit what colors in the big house, right? Like red or blue, it doesn't matter. Ultimately what it comes down to is the Congress, because they're really the ones that run everything. And yeah. they're the ones that are either doing nothing or doing something um you know, the, the president's a figurehead and ultimately i think i really I will-
3: need to do that civics lesson about now don't i hang on ron before you do it hang on
0: because <laughs> I, I just want to i just want to attach this to kind of what veronica was saying and i shared this okay, with our, our.
1: go ahead ron i grew up with schoolhouse rock
0: uh, um, <laughs> all right so i real quick before ron, before ron jumps in here i shared this with our group little chat earlier but Jason Whitlock wrote this earlier and it's, he's talking about the, the election. And he says, quote, a blind unconditional love of their leader fuels the energy and action of Trump supporters. They risk their health through maskless rallies reputation through accusations of racism and sexism and their personal safety via social media and Antifa harassment to stand with their hero, a blind unconditional hatred of president Trump fuels the energy and action of Biden supporters. Their leaders' ideas, policies, and resume are irrelevant. Biden is a tool to kill the Trump presidency. Nothing more. Ron, go for it, buddy.
3: (laughs) Wow. Um, Well, first off, the president is not a figurehead. He heads the executive branch. He decides government policy. Congress's really only role is to appropriate money. And if that means they run things, then we're in a fucking world of hurt because the Congress hasn't done shit in my lifetime unless they're poked and prodded and guided by an executive branch. But we'll leave that there because I you know, I find that just amazing. Um, but And I also find it amazing that you sort of like wave the, like nothing to see here, mail-in balloting, there's no fraud and everything like that. And first off, let's talk about the, uh, the way the, uh, the enemy, and the, I'm not even going to give them the benefit of the opposition, they're the fucking enemy, has uh, conflated absentee ballots, which is a well-established procedure in all 50 states. And those of us who've all been in the military and been overseas, we've all applied for absentee ballots um, know that. And suddenly voting by mail. So we have multiple examples in the media that are well-recorded and documented, especially here in the last couple of months of unsolicited ballots showing up at addresses in various states to multiple people who may or may not have lived at this residence in time. So, I mean, gee, Christina, are, are you gonna uh, mail in that ballot? Yeah, I, I'm kidding, no, but, 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 but-
2: You bring up you bring but, up a good point, sorry, I'll let you go ahead because you're, you're definitely on.
3: On a roll. Yeah. But the, the, uh, but the other thing is, is that, I mean, we've seen multiple examples of of voter fraud and so, okay. So let's say mail-in ballots. Okay. We'll accept that. But the thing—the thing that makes mail-in ballots so susceptible to fraud and deceit is that there's no verification of who the voter is that's sending it in. Again, I refer back to absentee ballots. There's a procedure. No, I mean, if you look at different states, especially these battleground states, Veronica, with that skeptical look on your face, that there's no verification. i, I can sit there and write any. I can. I can. I can write the name on there and scrabble. There's no. There's no. Uh, requirement to to verify who the voter is and things like that and i don't even want to start getting into the whole thing about voter id and oh that's voter suppression i mean fuck you need a fucking id to do just about anything like get on an airplane to open a bank account to buy liquor if you look underage like you guys all do and uh i got a a bar behind me i'm good (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but but anyway, so um,
1: you don't need need an ID to vote in every state. state But you should. But you should. I voted in person. I did not have to show an ID in the state.
3: Well, I voted in person in South Dakota and I still needed to produce an ID to prove that I was who I was. And that's a good thing.
1: But state laws are state laws. I I
0: know. know. But
3: what I'm I'm saying is that 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 should be that should be that should be across the board state laws in all 50 states. I mean. How do I know that that you really are Veronica, you could show up and say, Hi, I'm Veronica, and I'm here to vote. And they're going to go, "Okay." And then Christina could walk in and say, Hi, I'm Veronica at a different at a different polling station. I'm here to vote. Okay, no. They
1: can't accept that I have to register for a specific like county and that county will determine whether or not like what like voting location I can go to.
3: Right, but what if if multiple multiple people?
1: people. She could send a provisional vote that way, but ultimately, when they see that I already voted somewhere else, they're going to cancel each other out. It's not going to count. Well, uh, why why are
3: you so why are you so reluctant to show your ID to prove who you are? What's the big fucking deal?
1: I, I mean, why don't care. not? He's explaining to you what the state law is. Yeah, I, I, I got it's it. It's, it's. I, I
3: understand the state laws differ and everything like that, but I, the Democrats use that as a major argument not to implement voter ID because they, they claim it will suppress the vote. But you know, they don't seem to mind that you know that you need IDs to do all these other things. So, so that right.
2: is a really good piece um, that uh, two of my colleagues did. That sort of lays out sort of you know urging people to mail, to sort of using coronavirus to urge people to vote by mail because you can do more of these, um, you know, uh, because you there is more room for potential, potential fraud. And I was listening to a Heritage, um, you know, conference call today and Heritage is a very respected conservative think tank um, and, you know, it just, it it does sort of mail mail in balloting and mail in voting sort of you know allows for things like ballot harvesting which is legal in California which means you go and collect the ballots and then you turn them in for people and i wonder if that's kind of what happened with um some of the states where we saw huge you know dumps um you know and, and so it's just I, I'm very skeptical about like uh things that sound conspiratorial in general. So I've I've been very careful to not tweet anything that I, I'm not sure about, but I'm not i I'm not a voting expert. Yeah. However, I think there's so many things that do look somewhat suspicious. And there was this guy, I think his name, his Twitter handles Essential fleckus or something. I don't know if you guys saw it, but <laughs> essentially he posted um an example of like a hundred and eight-year-old man named oh, yeah. like I did see that. Harry Bradley or William Bradley. And I and, and he said, you know, go go try this for yourself. Go to this website, I think it was Michigan or something. Um, yeah. put in this person's name, put in his birth date, and it said he registered, you know, I think like um <clears throat> uh, October 2nd and he voted and and he's like 108 years old. I don't know, maybe he's alive and he actually did vote. But so that's very suspicious. And a friend, I know a friend who said he hasn't lived in Arizona for years, but he still got a, um, a ballot. And, and, and I didn't get what was actually illegal about that because when I moved here from California I was still getting, uh, a mail in, um, or absentee ballot. Um, I, I think it was like maybe two years after I had come. So maybe that there's like a window or something, but he was like, are you kidding? That's illegal. And he actually is a anti, he's, he's not a Trump supporter, but he didn't vote for some reason, but he said if he did, that would have been illegal. Um, so
1: I, there's yeah, these little- the I to vote, vote twice. I mean, but like as I said- But he did vote be, twice. Yeah, he, they're making, they're making, i are making, I find it really interesting, like making voting accessible, does it make it illegal? If you vote twice, yes, like you fucked up, you, that's a felony. And just, I need to clarify something here. Like mail-in votes are absentee ballots. They're the same thing. They're no, not they're gonna, not. They're
3: not. No, they're not. In California, they, they sent them out unrequested to all residents. That is not the same as an absentee ballot mm-hmm. where you, the voter, re- send in a form through the through the county and Mm -hmm. request a ballot
1: each state has a different process that's yes and that's i got i got that
3: but all right hang on you know you and i know well know that absentee ballots have to be requested by the voter mail-in ballots especially in large blue states like california they were sent out unrequested multiple envelopes of ballots showing up single at at single residences so don't even don't even sit there and conflate that shit all
0: right hang on hang on hang on let's bring it back hold on hold on veronica hold on so i'm going to give two personal and albeit anecdotal but they are what they are uh prior to going on to active duty once upon a time i worked for the postal service in downtown orlando florida blue county but you know the state went red yeah
2: did you wear wear a little postal outfit
0: yeah so so i (laughs) i started out as a carrier and then i was a delivery supervisor and and as you must have looked carrier. awesome in the shorts. They yeah. are
2: in such good shape, honestly. I see postal workers, you know, walking around. Oh, yeah, I had They're, to work, I
0: had the walking route. My, my routes were like eight to nine miles a day. So, anyway, when it comes to voting, when it comes to collecting the ballots, that is one of the most scrutinized things outside of registered mail. It's very controlled and accounted for at every step along the way. So I can I can say that for at least the Orlando area where I was at. Now the second thing is. I live in California currently. My registered state to vote is still the state of Florida. When I requested my Orange County absentee ballot before I ever moved from the Californ- or to California, I had to go to my supervisor of elections in downtown Orlando in Orange County and put my signature on file as proof of who I was. So when I requested my ballot and I signed it after I closed it up to mail it off, you have to seal it and sign it with your signature. And in order for that vote to count, which I have gone on and verified that my ballot was counted, my signature had to match the signature that's on file. So there are some control measures put into place. I don't want it to just seem like anybody can do that, which I get. There's, there's a lot of frustration if you don't know an individual state. I'm speaking specifically from personal experience in the state of Florida kind of goes into line with what veronica is trying to explain as every state has different procedures i just highlighted these battleground states that are going to decide this election and how their process as it relates to a recount differs and varies that's kind of well, what well, well,
3: well we've already we've already seen in pennsylvania yeah that the uh, the state supreme court is uh says we're not going to follow the 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 law of Pennsylvania, which says that the ballots all have to be postmarked by 8 PM or whatever it is on election day. You can, you can, they can receive them three days afterwards. So they're already changing the rules. And yeah. Um, and And suddenly, and you know, I, and you know, I know Christina, you don't believe in conspiracies, but you know, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's probably not a goose, but the, uh, you know, so here here Trump's leading in all these battleground states.
0: Yeah, it was and ironic. All,
3: all it was ironic. Uh, I wouldn't call it ironic. I would I would call it shady. The uh I mean, and all of a sudden, oh, we're all too tired, we forgot to take our little nappy earlier today. We're we're gonna go home. And then suddenly in the next day, remarkably, every single ballot they found, wherever they found, suddenly they were all for Biden.
2: I can wow. say that. No- very frustrating too. It's just sort of, you know, the day, the evening of election, everything, you know, started out pro-Biden, but then every everything started shifting towards Trump. And yeah. you could see that most of the count, was in for like north carolina but there was right. no call i don't even think there's a call now and no there's it not
0: it's at 90 90 i believe and, and
2: he's ahead by how much you know so it was so north carolina
0: really- he's currently ahead by about seventy thousand, and they're 94 percent reporting
2: yeah well. and, and you just kind of saw these percentages get stuck you know and a lot of the places haven't even called you know arizona for trump uh for biden yet but you know of course fox news Most took that, a lot yeah. of flack yeah they were they were so early and so i mean that was sort of there was just the process just seems like it there's something wrong wrong here well, you know? the, well the point, like-
3: the, what, what you're tap dancing around christina is is that the america the american public is losing faith in the institutions that that hold us together, that hold this country together, we, we, I, we, I, I got it. We we're always expecting a little bit of cheating here and there. That Tammany Hall thing going on, but, but we expect elections to be free and fair. You know, what was it? One of our uh, one of our friends woke when he woke up the the morning after the uh, election. He says, "I went to bed in a, in a, in America, and I woke up in a banana republic." Oh, and. I mean, I, I I participated or or I was present. Pres- no. Hmm. Nothing
1: was a joke.
3: Oh, okay. To- Don't give <laughs> up your day job.
1: Hang on. The, uh, hang on. I <laughs>
3: didn't hear the joke, so I'm just going with hey. <laughs> but I mean, I I I was present during two Afghan presidential elections and one Iraqi election, and well, yeah, that's just, I mean, so no one yeah. no one got blown up at the polls at least. Well, uh, thank goodness.
0: would.
2: Shit, it's not over yet
3: this is true. And, but a lot, but what I'm saying is that the, that the, uh, the integrity of our elections is suddenly, we don't know who to trust. It's, it's not Russians and what all and, and hacking some sort of voting machine or whatever. It's, we're seeing, we're seeing observers, ballot observers in Philadelphia denied access S or once they're in escorted out of the, the ballot counting by police. We're, we're seeing a, uh, Ballots literally miraculously being discovered and, and, and found. Um, you alluded earlier, Christina, to uh, the, the Republicans gaining seats in the House and maybe holding and holding the Senate. Well, some of those gains in the, that the Republicans are making in the House, I think they're going to be mirages because a... Um, a green, a former Green Beret won his, uh, won a house seat in Virginia. And um, suddenly they found a whole bunch of votes on a thumb drive, a fucking thumb drive. Um, that did happen. Uh, if you will recall, California, 2018, uh, the Republicans were yeah. trumpeting six, the, six uh, the election in
0: county. Yeah,
3: yeah but the election of the first Korean American congresswoman Republican six days later because of ballot harvesting, because because they they. A bunch of people got together, those little shoe elves got together and, and ripped up and made a bunch of ballots up. She no longer, she was no longer the Congresswoman elect. And we're seeing a lot of that happening, I suspect right now, with a lot of seats. Um, same with the Senate, the Senate, the majority, what we had three, it's, it's so slim, that I think they're, they're gonna, they're gonna push it. Yeah, at the Which, moment,
0: it's 4848. 48.
3: Yeah, but I'm talking about the, called, b- b- I mean, before, right. But before the election, the you know, they, they just need to get, you know, eliminate three, three Republican seats and gain those for them. And at least that's a tie. And then with, with Harris sitting in the big chair, it well, it's, Hey, I'm, you know, and oh, I know yeah. y'all, y- you know, I know y'all are skeptical. The three of you are all, but I really fucking worry that this is the last even hint of an election in this country. And I know you're thinking I'm, some, I'm going to go off on some QAnon rant or some Alex Jones bullshit or whatever, but I'm serious. You know, I don't, I don't fucking worry about Biden. He's a senile old man who'll do whatever his handlers tell him to do. I really worry about Marxist President Harris coming into the Oval Office. She's fucking greedy beyond belief for power, and she will rule with an iron fist. She will broke no disagreement. And, uh, yeah, and we will, and she will, she will destroy this fucking country. And if you think that, that we're going to have free elections in 2022 and 2024, hell Harris will start the ballot process, making up the ballots already, right. As soon as they get into office so they can dump a fucking million ballots wherever they need them at whatever time.
1: All right. A lot going on there.
3: So I just wanted to throw that oh, bomb right. into, the, right. into the into the pond. No, no. Let, let's I, let Veronica.
0: Let she, she's. It's time. No, go no, no, ahead. Yeah.
1: No. It's okay. I'll I'll talk after you.
2: Oh, okay. I I mean I I I feel what Ron is saying. I guess I you know I'm trying to try to put on a. It's not even optimistic. I mean I feel helpless. You know, I I feel pretty helpless um, because I I am not a lawyer. I can't go down to Philadelphia. and You know, I can't watch the ballot Mm. counting. It feels not fair. I feel um, helpless. I feel kind of angry. You know, I feel kind of, um, I don't know if I feel, you know, sad probably isn't the word because I'm not really resigned. You know, some folks are just getting resigned now. So, yeah. So Ron's, I think you're sort of expressing, you know, some of the things I feel, but maybe suppress. (laughs) Um, And I am as afraid, um, you know, of the scenario that that you point out, Um, you know, once upon a time, I was a Democrat, and the Democratic Party is sort of unrecognizable right now, and they've just kind of gotten crazier, and... I've been a direct recipient of that since I went to Breitbart, you know, which is like a very, you know uh, conservative outlet. And I just see this. This this um, ugliness that I never saw before coming from, you know, um, Democrats, and I'm part of like a um, part of like different group chats. I have lots of um, Democrat friends, and just the way they're talking, even my even my family. Of course, you know, I don't want to get too personal here because we have to, you know, be careful about who we talk about. But it's just, you know, the way they talk about the Trump voter. Uh, One person even posted a photo of like a guy missing teeth and it just really kind of is um, a little heartbreaking, you know, because, um, you know, my parents voted for Trump and they've got good reason. My mom's family escaped communism and, and the way a lot of the Democratic Party has gone is just openly socialist. And I used to think that was a crazy buzzword, but you know, I, I I see that there are, there's a lot of support for socialism. There's growing support for socialism. And I just see the ugliness kind of coming out. And I fear it's just going to get uglier. Um, you know, if, if, if Biden wins, um, you know, then you'll have a very angry left angry at Biden, but also it's just going to all come out. And so I, I do fear that. And there's a lot of people already saying, and I pull up, you know, some tabs of, you know, of, of, celebrities and people um, just, you know, they're saying um, like Josh Gad, who was Olaf in uh, Frozen. He said, you know, America has shown itself to be dangerously racist and pathetic. Um, And then you have Wesley Snipes saying, you know, Oh, that this guy didn't pay his fucking
0: them? taxes. I don't want to hear what fucking
3: Wesley Snipes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you well, always- and, but what
3: about Robert Rice saying we all need to go to re-education camps oh, and reconciliation sure. commissions and what all? Right,
2: and then yeah, so it's like people that we once thought were normal and maybe once looked up to—they've just gone, you know, crazy. And so I, it, you know, and, and I see a lot of um, friends on on the left. Side saying like uh they're heartbroken so they assume that biden's gonna win but they say they're heartbroken because they see how many of their friends are are racist or you know it's just uh i don't know we're not woke
0: enough for all right yeah so okay veronica (laughs) i know you've you've had a lot to take in over the last 10 12 minutes or so so have at it all
1: right so I'll, i'll start off with just some some quick fact checking here and then i'll go into like personal opinion right so just To to educate the 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 listeners in the state of California specifically because they were brought up and that is my uh, home state. I haven't lived there in fifteen years, but it is what it is. Everybody, because of the coronavirus, was sent every eligible voter in the state of California was sent a mail-in ballot um, from the website you know, pursuant to Executive Order N-64-20, all registered voters will be sent a vote-by-mail ballot for the November 3rd general election. Registered voters do not have to apply for the vote-by-mail ballot for this election. Instead of going to the polls on election day, you may vote by using the mail-in ballot. After you have voted, insert your ballot into the envelope provided, making sure you complete all required information on the envelope. You may return your ballot by these by these means, mailing it, returning it in person, dropping it into one of your your county's ballot drop boxes or authorizing someone to return the ballot on your behalf. When your vote by mail ballot is received by your county elections official, your signature on the return envelope will be compared to a signature on your voter registration card to ensure they match. To preserve the secrecy of your ballot, the ballot will then be separated from the envelope and it will be tallied. So if you chose not to vote with the mail-in ballot that was sent to you automatically, you had to bring your unused ballot, your unused vote by mail ballot to your local polling place anytime between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. on election day and give it to a poll worker who will exchange it for a polling place ballot you can use instead. If you do not bring your vote by mail ballot with you, you won't lose your opportunity to vote at a polling place, but a poll worker will provide you with a provisional ballot. So of all of the things, that's how California is doing it since they were specifically brought up in this. Um, I also find it really interesting that like there's this it's easier to believe that there's like this democratic conspiracy and again I don't identify as a democrat I you know I've identified as an independent forever um but that there's this like democratic conspiracy that they're like you know somehow managed to rig the election countrywide
0: and yep, there sure uh, is
1: favor but they're also too stupid to do literally everything else like how do you pull both of those things off simultaneously by being like a functional fucking idiot but also smart enough to like dupe an entire country and like make, make literally millions of votes appear out of nowhere across several states
3: you want to know how that because they have they have a compliant passive media Christina being the exception to the rule, they have they have big tech who actively suppressed information. We will not. They will not publish the 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 Hunter Biden story. They won't allow it to be sent. Hey, it's 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 suppression of information. You know, the thing. You know, you ever eaten frog? You ever eaten frog legs? You know how you boil a frog? You turn up the temperature gradually. You turn up the temperature gradually, and guess what? we're we're in that fucking pot of water and the temperature is being turned up gradually. I mean, there's a there's a there's some been some research done. Mark Elias, he's an election law attorney, he's a DNC operative. Yeah. He was a general counsel to uh, John Kerry and Hillary Clinton. Al he also Franken. worked with Al yeah. Franken. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yep. He um, he has been working diligently since since the Kerry campaign and the Hillary campaign to Changed the election laws, redistricting, ger- gerrymandering in all the battleground states. He, uh, oh, by the way, he also helped the Clinton campaign hire uh, Fusion Fusion GPS or GSP or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Fusion GPS. But so, I mean.
1: That does, I mean all of this is like a bunch of circumstantial shit that has nothing to do with what I just
3: said. Well, but you sit there and say there's no conspiracy, and I think there is. I think I think there's a conspiracy between between big tech. I mean, then why then why did today then why did why did Facebook ban the the hashtag stop the steel steel group for spreading, quote unquote, conspiracy theories over 350,000?
1: Because of because of everything that happened after the Kenosha shooting, they had to be more diligent about violent rhetoric being. So
3: the so, in, in, oh, there's, there's no, no violent rhetoric and stop the steal. It
1: was a stop. call for violence on the. No, threat. it's
3: not a call for violence. It's a stop the steal to stop the counting and get and get some decent election ballots counted. Right. Um,
1: on the comment threads and that's exactly why is it that twitter
3: then puts on little hash or little little notes at the bottom of anything when you address election counting and they say you know it's learn more about election security and how ballots are counted and things like that we are actively being suppressed we are actively being manipulated and we and we are in danger of losing our freedoms, our republic. And if you don't believe that, you fucking can stay in North Carolina, live there and live your life, go about your business and everything like that. And you're going to wake up one fucking morning and you're going to be in fucking Venezuela. And oh, by the way, you know, you always like to bring up your folks and stuff like that. Well, my parents are fucking immigrants too. My parents escaped from the Soviet occupied zone of Germany after the war. So I don't want, you know, I know about communism. I know about war and revolution firsthand, having been in the Balkans. I don't want to hear no shit about, there's no fucking conspiracy. It's a fucking conspiracy to destroy us. And if you don't believe that, fine, then don't. You're a gun-toting liberal, you can protect yourself. Good on you. Yeah,
1: pretty fucking good shot.
3: Well, me too, (laughs) but I don't think your shot can reach all all the way to fucking Montana. All right, let's, 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 no, I'm sorry, Eric. No, I'm sorry, Eric. Okay. No, this is this, this, this needs to be fucking said you shut me fucking down this morning in the group chat and now you're fucking trying to shut me down again. I'm not trying to shut you down.
0: I'm trying to let other people speak, Ron.
3: Well, all right, fine. Fucking speak people, but it better fucking make sense. And you better fucking start singing the star-spangled fucking banner.
1: In English or Spanish?
3: In English. This is a fucking English-speaking country, and don't you fucking forget it.
1: Anyway, so the other thing I was going to say before I was uh, interrupted is that... rudely, I might add. Yes. There is a difference between a postmark date and an arrival date on the ballots. Um, They can arrive up up to November 12th. They have to be postmarked before a certain date. As long as they're postmarked before a certain date, the ballots will be counted. Right. in
3: california
1: in like countrywide that's
3: no that's... every you just you said earlier in this broadcast every state has different rules now mm-hmm. you suddenly say everywhere no I, well every i know state that, has I know different north rules
1: carolina, i know north carolina for a fact
2: is New York. you know uh, okay i'm so i'm not an election expert again and you know i'm not the best versed on this but you know lawyers democratic lawyers have pushed for things like an uh, in, in extension of getting in the ballots, you know, that's a little suspect. Uh, and they talk loudly about yeah. potential voter suppression and, you know, in the preceding days to the election. But there's little things that they've, I mean, Ron, when you said they've worked this whole year, you brought Mark Elias, he's a sneaky shit. I mean, he manufactured the effing, you know, sorry for not going full bore, you know. Uh, that's all right. F- I,
3: I took enough F-bombs for everybody. <laughs> A lot of f bombs coming uh, from the Black but, but, Hills.
2: But I mean, <laughs> you know, all of this th- three years ago, I might have thought that you were crazy. But it's like, you know, after covering the the P dossier, you know, and and Russian collusion, and just and and the media's um, complicity in it, it I, I you know there is a there. I, I feel like there is a. Um, you know, there is an effort um, to get Trump out by any means. So I don't put it past anyone to actually engage in, in fraud. I think the, tr- you know, the Trump campaign has to show that fraud or evidence of fraud and we'll see in the remain you know, in the next uh, week or so. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of groundwork. I mean, after, so I read an article I, I, a while ago, but after 2000, after that contested election, Democrats put a lot of effort into getting democratic judges and prosecutors in place, so that it could never happen again. I mean, Democrats—they play the long game, and so they have been working, you know, in advance to make sure the the you know vote by mail thing was in place. And you know, th- honestly, three years ago, I would have been like, you know, but I, you know, I I just can't I'm I can't sit here and like provide evidence, but it's but. You know, I, I
1: don't think well, what what's you're saying. here? You've got three Supreme Court justices. So if it is fraud, then you're good. Right. Like, well, the thing, the problem is, is that it has to,
2: it has to go there, but right now. we've right. got like, an, But an, that's, an, that's not a good thing
3: for our country. Be, you know, I know, I know you're pretty young, but I re I remember Al Gore, and I'm not trying to sign patronizing, but you know, the, the, the election 2000, I mean, you know, you probably December really didn't give a shit. Is
0: when that was wrapped up. I remember. Yeah, that. but I voted the hanging chads
3: and all that shit. Here's an interesting little factoid for you. Um, the Al Gore campaign tried to, um, uh, negate all the military absentee ballots. They didn't want those counted. But, um, you know, and there was a lot of thing about, you know, George Bush, not quite, they hadn't quite coalesced around the narrative of, uh, you know, an illegitimate president and things like that. And I honestly think if 9-11 hadn't happened, George Bush would have had a less than uh, exciting uh, first term. It would have been pretty, oh, yeah. Yeah. pretty mundane. I mean, he w- he was just sort of going through the motions. But the uh, the nation was pretty pretty distraught. I mean, it was kind of it was unnerving. And to have the Supreme Court nine, the nine wise men and women of the Supreme Court decide a national election, it shouldn't have to go there. It should have it should be decided freely and fairly on election night. I mean, suddenly, we can't count ballots anymore. You know, suddenly, it's, it's I too see, hard.
1: Why is Trump going and tweeting, stop the count, knowing that tomorrow, North Georgia is counting the military absentee
3: ballots. He yeah. wants to stop the count because there's, there's, there's strong indications they're getting strong indications, mm-hmm. you know, that no, and that, that, that ballots are being manufactured. Well, that And and, and, also, and, and suddenly appearing that kind at, of, at ballot sense. counting centers. Go
2: that kind ahead, of Christine. To, oh, sorry, sorry. That kind of goes back to the narrative thing that I'm talking about. It's like, if you have any kind of, um, you know, the closer you get to a, a count and if, a state is declared it's really hard to walk it back you know like i think fox news like as a right,
0: and, yeah
2: in last hour so i think is the only one that's called arizona for trump and they were they refuse to walk it back because then their credibility credibility is on the line and everyone credibility is
3: already shot
2: <laughs> that's true um oh i could i could go on about that but i try not to criticize fellow journalists but um anyway yeah so it's kind of like I think Trump wants his vote to stop because, you know, the narrative's already going to be against him because of pretty much, you know, everyone who's in the media with, you know, a blue check, you know, you know, I have one. Must be nice. I'm in dark (laughs) mode. So you
0: have a white check as far as I'm concerned.
2: Oh yeah. It's, it's all a white check. As Julio (laughs) likes to tell us, it's a white check.
0: um, White (laughs) check. We're in dark mode. We don't go standard. (laughs)
2: um but but yeah so i I mean i think you know people are just they're they're openly mocking him and just you know he 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 wants he needs it to stop now because otherwise he, he won't regain it and and it's i think it's part of the plan you know is just to uh, you know, demoralize people, and 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 there was a lot. There were a lot of people talking about the polls. I mean, and just how wrong they were, and how they amount to sort of suppression polls. And I can tell you that, you know, my mom, she was a week before the election. She was feeling really down. You know, she had voted for Trump early. Early voted um, like more than a month ago, and she's like. You know, she was already getting sad that, you know, she was like, I don't know, the polls are are really bad for him. I don't think he can, you know, she's, I mean, so it didn't really suppress her vote, but who else, you know, would it have suppressed, um, you know, if... Uh,
0: I mean, I don't, oh, hold on, Christina, I, I get what you're saying, but uh, as we speak, we've got record turnout. So... That's where I don't I think it was more. I think it was more voter that.
3: depression than voter suppression. Yeah, but. I don't
0: I I mean, I get what a lot of everyone's saying, and I just want to bring this back in between the four of us because we've we've been able to do these every week, very cordially and respectful of each other. And I get there's a lot going on. Both sides are very fired up because things are not going the way that either we want or would like them to go. But I just want to bring this all back. We're all we're all friends here, or we should be. We're all on the same side in terms of we we all fly the red, white, and blue. You know, at the end of the day, I don't want anyone getting off of this and, and feeling negatively one way or the other about someone that we are sitting here talking with tonight. So I just want to say that, okay. And I'm not trying to cut off Christina. I just want to remind us all that, hey, I know Ron's fired up. I know he takes this very deeply. And I and I want to bring to light the fact that someone who has held the positions that Ron has had in his career, and he feels the way he does, I think that automatically sends a message that it should be maybe looked into and taken a little bit more serious than just your crazy fucking uncle on Twitter, for example, <laughs> or Facebook. Okay. Because there is a lot of that going on and I got it, but oh yeah, you know, Ron's not some dude who just decided to hop in right. this fucking Zoom chat and, and spout these things off. The guy's resume is going to
3: I far. I could I could go I could get my beer and barbecue uh, tank top from Nevada guy and, and wear <laughs> don't, that. Don't do that yet. But all right, hey, so but, but Christina, so we're not we people people aren't demoralized. We're we're pissed off. Yes, and it's that's not demoral. Yeah. And I I think you know you you know get out get right. out of the beltway. Come come into the heartland. Come into flyover country, and people are pissed off. And yeah. you know to quote the old movie Network. Uh, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore.
2: Absolutely. Um, yes. But uh, demoralize is, is that's what I was. that's what I meant with the the whole the, the whole narrative thing is like, you know, Trump can't really give an inch right now, because if he does, it's all effing over before any before all of the ballots are counted, because already everyone's just, you know, Everyone on Twitter and on and, the, and most of the people in the media—they're just chomping at the bit. They're they're already They're already calling him like the crazy uncle. I mean, Twitter—it won't be long before Twitter just takes away his Twitter account. I think I think there was a report today saying um, January you know, they're going to treat November. him yeah like a normal person or something if he if he doesn't win again and he doesn't he won't be protected by um, <laughs> Twitter. But uh, yeah. I, I think the scary thing it. is,
3: if it can happen to him, it can happen to any one of us.
1: And, and I know, make that, an anonymous account. That's how independent businesses get to run themselves. It's fucking crazy. Capitalism, man, sucks to suck. Oh
2: gosh, you know, I think,
1: I think, uh, I mean, it's just being
2: sort of a. Uh, you know a recipient of this sort of uh uh suppression i guess you would say yeah you know just having to worry about watching your words and being you know and 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 seeing a lot of the conservative accounts get just suspended or banned or restricted or whatever like i lost 100 followers since yesterday and that's way more than normal you know every friday they do twitter does like a purge so you know i expect to lose followers. I'm not like a narcissist here, but I mean, so I went to, I have this little, um, you know, uh, app or whatever program that checks who unfollows you. And it shows you how many were suspended or, or you know, deleted or whatever. And most of them are suspended or deleted. And I checked one and it said, well, this is restricted. And I, and I, it says, do you really want to view this? And I did. And he's, he's tweeting about the election and, and, and that's not, that's not cool. And I think a lot of Liberals um, may not understand what this feels like, you know, to just be so,
1: sort of... I've fucked over twice. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you that banned? I definitely know how it feels to be pissed off and disenfranchised. My candidate never won. <laughs> Ever. So you voted for McCain then? Honestly, I didn't dislike McCain. <laughs> you I what? Dislike. I didn't dislike McCain but
3: McCain you know, was a turd. If
1: Palin wasn't fucking doing it for me, you know, McCain, I... It's, McCain it's, would have uh, had my vote if he have picked a better running mate.
2: You know, I loved McCain. I know that's a very unpopular view on the
1: right, um, but I was, you know, I, I was with, with was the a fucking patriot through and through. He was a what? He was a patriot through and through. I don't know why people hate McCain so much all of a sudden. I don't. I don't
3: hate McCain. I just. I just thought he. Um, you know, I, I still remember when the, uh, he was chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee and SecDef Sec Gates came and McCain was almost doing the Nikita Khrushchev, pounding the shoe on the podium thing, mm-hmm. um, wondering how come we're not getting involved in Libya. Uh, this is all before Benghazi and everything wow. like that. And uh, McCain just let let or uh, Gates let McCain rant on. McCain finished. Um, he uh, he. And he responded, he said, well, let me explain to you how difficult an operation like this. And he basically gave military genius Senator McCain a, a, a warfighting tutorial 101 about movement of forces, logistics, everything else. Personally, I had an experience with with Senator McCain when he showed up in Afghanistan at one of our bases. And, you know, we're all told, you know, he's an important guy. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And his staffers are with him. Yeah, yeah, we know that. And you, he's going to, you know, give him be prepared to give him like a, a quick 10 minute, you know, sit rep brief on what's going on. You know, the three kilometers over there into uh, into Haqqani territory and stuff like that. Okay, cool. How that work?
0: If you haven't heard about that, good job, Ron. We you know, there. Right in there. I like that. Yeah,
3: well, you know, and um, mm-hmm. so I'm all prepared. I greet the senator. He gets off the Black Hawk, and he proceeds to lecture me about how to fight this war. And I'm just fucking looking at this guy, going, "Shut the fuck up! You don't have a fucking clue." <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't that. say that.
2: No, it's funny because I mean, I was with the media, and he sort of catered to us, you know, he sort of he cultivated us and he he never met a
3: camera he didn't like.
2: And and that's and that's true. And I totally like, you know, fell for it. And it wasn't until later, you know, that I realized that there actually were a lot of people, including many vets who, who don't like McCain. I think the founder of the Rolling Thunder, like did not like McCain. And so when when Trump didn't, you know, when he He made that, you know, uh, I don't like heroes that, or I don't like people that are captured. I mean, yeah, yeah, that that actually resonated with people. And that's something the, the Beltway didn't get. I mean, like, you know, I've lived here for a long time. So it was like, oh my God, he said that, you know, but it wasn't a killer because there's actually a lot of people like Ron, you know, who, who actually. You well, know. if you if you read
3: McCain's biography, but you know, or or the the McCain family story, I mean, his grandfather and his father were four-star animals. Both uh, his his grandfather very instrumental uh, in in World War Two, and then his uh, his father was the four star admiral when he got shot down. By his own admission, he was a mediocre naval aviator who had a serious alcohol problem. I, I think if he hadn't gotten that. shot down, he he probably he probably would have either fucking crashed an airplane or he would have gotten cashiered out of the military for some alcohol related incident. I mean. Getting shot down was probably the best thing that ever happened to him. And when he came back, he created a narrative. He created a legend. And because he couldn't fly anymore because of his injuries, he uh, he became the Navy's legislative mm-hmm. liaison. And he built networks. And he built a story about himself. He built a legend, and it was fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, five and a half years in captivity is pretty. Hey, awesome. I'm
3: I'm not you know I, I I got but there's also some people that seriously suspect that he turned he turned turncoat and uh, and I don't I don't believe that but there are some fellow POWs that suspected that he turned he turned turncoat he he provided aid and comfort information to the enemy whether voluntarily or not but so but I, All right, I let's you bring know, it let's John McCain's not the story anyways.
0: so Veronica I'm going oh, to give you the last word here yeah I'm going to give you the last word here we're at about the hour mark I want to bring it in and wrap it up so let's uh, We'll um, we'll let Veronica take us home, and then we'll we'll go around one more time, and and we'll call it a night, and, and start the bourbon right. flowing. Uh, I'm, I'm going. Guess my
1: last, I, I know that McCain was a the story. I guess my last remark on that is that I, my my service, you know, I've been a, a fobbit my whole military career. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't dare disparage somebody that spent any time in captivity, much less years. Um, regardless of. What the fuck he said or did, I don't know if I could spend five years having my fucking arms broken and rebroken and shit. Um, so, you know, and then to spend a lifetime in service to this country, period. Like I'm not. Other than that, I don't. I, I don't agree with all of McCain's politics, but at the end of the day, he was an American. He was a fucking service member. He did his time, and he served it honorably. And may the man rest in peace. Um, with that said, you know. It's interesting to hear from the other side. I you know I'm not a, I've never been a Trump supporter. I was really against. Um, 2016 was a really hard year for me because I thought Hillary Clinton was a fucking shit. Like she was a to me in my eyes was a worse option than Biden.
0: Yes. Worse. Correct. Um,
1: and in my heart of hearts, I would have. I, I never I didn't vote for her. Uh, I really I wrote in Bernie Sanders. I threw away my vote that year. So, sorry, mom. I guess whatever um but you know to anybody listening that might be on my team like sorry i threw in my vote that year but i you know i this year for me all of the things that you guys have said about feeling like this is where this is where our democracy is inging is very much how i feel about trump winning again um this administration doesn't to me does not wreck red resonate with my values as an American. Um, it, he doesn't speak to my love of this country and to my patriotism and to the resilience and to the heart and forgiveness and like the fucking compassion that has gotten us through a lot of really fucked up shit. And I mean, just in my very short lifetime on this earth, right? Ron, you've been here for-
3: Centuries. You know, like,
1: I'm, I'm sure Jesus Christ was a really nice man, you know. He, you know, he a was wild. a great
3: carpenter. He fixed <laughs> this room up, yeah.
1: You know, but like, and, you know, Eric, you've been here almost as long. Um, <laughs> 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 but, you know, I, just, I guess just for me, like, I I don't, like I said, I don't, I'm at, a, I'm at a point in my life where I just, I don't give a shit about these, like, Super far right and super far left politics, like there needs to be more middle ground. And whoever the fuck is going to bring us there is the person that's going to have my backing. Like there needs to be more in the center. There needs to be more compromise. We all have completely different backgrounds. We all have completely different feelings on the way everything should be done, but we're able to find enough middle ground to have these conversations week after week and to have a text message, you know, a texting group and To be able to like, at the end of the day, find something in common for us to function as adults and to be able to speak respectfully, right? We get passionate, Ron, we get passionate about certain (laughs) things, I got it, because we fucking love our country and we don't want to see this shit go to ruins. Um, So ultimately... My, my take on this is regardless of who wins this um, and knowing that this is probably going to extend far into November, possibly even into December, three counts and everything else. Um, I don't really care about what happens in the White House at this point. I'm really hoping that we as people can find a little bit more grace to come into the middle and to be less fucking crazy all of us like everybody because this has just gotten fucking bad
0: yeah i think that's uh, i think that's i think that's well said and uh we will pick up at some point next week and and kind of see where we're at from here but i think everyone's kind of laid out their their passion and and showed just exactly how they feel. And I think it's, it's something that we all kind of needed to do, whether we've all done it independently or not. I don't know if everyone's vocalized it to friends or family out loud. I think this was a good sounding board to do so. And I'm glad you all, all three of you are here with me at least this week to do that. Uh, I don't take any of you for granted. I do appreciate each one of you giving your time each week. Um, I respect your passion. I respect your diversity and beliefs and views. And we're going to get out of here now, okay? So remember, you may not think like all of us, but you probably think like one of us. And I hope it was on display tonight. I hope you listen to this. I hope you follow and subscribe. And I hope to see you again next week. There will be banter. No, no, I'm fucking it up.